hey y'all how you doing welcome to our podcast let's talk don't make it weird you here with your favorite big sister izzy mo hey and your overachiever sis mel it's me <laughs> and of course your local hippie trade that's me now this podcast is all about the conversations that we don't talk about the conversations we're afraid mm-hmm. to talk about but we think about and the things that we struggle with. So after talking amongst ourselves for so long and growing just amongst ourselves, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, we figured we'd take it to the mic and invite you all to the table. So feel free to share with us, check our link out, and comment, like, share. Let's talk. Don't make it weird. Hey guys, welcome back to our show. Let's talk. Don't make it weird. And uh, today, today, guys, um, we're talking about. Well, last last week's show was matters of the heart. This week, we're talking about. What are we talking about, Mel? I'm too scared to fall in love. I'm again. too scared oh, to Lord, fall y'all in love. You made it again. weird. You made it weird. We ain't talking about no love here. <laughs> I, I'm like Tina Turner. What love got to do with it? <laughs> what? 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 Y'all done caught me off guard. But we can make it broad, though, too, because, I mean, a family member or a friend could love hurt you. You know, what? how am I going to open my heart to them again? Mm, it, can, it can be broader than that. It doesn't have to be romantic love. Right. Consult okay. the Greeks for that, right? They got a lot of different types mm. of love. I'm just thinking freshly newly widowed to have to love again, to have to trust again, to have to. Well, I'm glad you said that, because when we say, how do I open up my heart again? Am I talking about love? Am I talking about trust? Am I talking about being hurt? Am I talking about a fear? Well, opening it up, your heart Oof. requires trust. Oof. Okay. And fear. <laughs> and vulnerability. Ooh, vulnerability. Not the B word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll just go for a combo, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but what's more, what do you guys think is more difficult to coming from a relationship because we let's talk about the relationship piece okay coming from a breakup or a separation or even becoming um or, or divorce or divorce yeah. is it is any is any <laughs> one death. of those or, or death, death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is any one of those easier where Absolutely i sit not. where i sit today no okay who gonna love me like like that you know even with the divorce, huh? Like who, even though they got to go. Right, and I might already agree. be bitter. Oof. But does it, so it's no situation that it makes it any easier. No, because it's saying. totally dependent on the person, right? Mm-hmm. Like the closest person to me was my grandmother and she died. And um, I would say that my grief was minimal because I had I had gotten to the stage of acceptance before she passed away right so any type of breakup or separation from someone is a grief in itself just a loss right it's mm-hmm. a loss that's a good way of putting it though mm-hmm. any loss is a grieving process mm-hmm. it's the same fundamentals do you think we give ourselves that permission from what you've seen from your experiences uh... right i don't <laughs> think that we see it as a grieving process i right. think we see it as a getting over process mm-hmm. i gotta get over this and you how's people... that different how's that different how, how, wait a minute slow down how's what different 
the grieving process versus getting over. Mm. Tell us about that, Isabel. (laughs) (laughs) This thing right here. Look at conviction. This thing right here. Wait a minute. (laughs) What's the difference? Like, how is that different, the grieving process versus getting over? Because you're right. You do. I mean, when you break up, you know, your friends don't say, okay, you know what? You're going to grieve this this loss or anything like that. They say, oh, girl, you're going to get over it. Mm -hmm. Right. I think for grief, the loss of death, I think the loss of a relationship because of death, the difference is people allow you to grieve, right? Mm-hmm. They allow you to grieve. Like mm-hmm. if I go in and I'm like, today is not a good day. It's like, oh, okay. But if I go in and the person's still alive, girl, get over him. And then you really hear how they thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a friend. You could call him. You know, right. and, and I've heard people say the way you get over one is get under another one. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not my motto. Does it work? Let us, let us know, guys. Let us know. <laughs> okay. Does it work? I, Doesn't I mean, work for me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work for and me. I think we're not kind. I know for me, I'm not necessarily. I know <clears throat> going through the divorce, it was just get over it just move on you know move on with life so it wasn't like I was kind to myself Mm. I I even bashed myself for even remotely going through the grief process Mm. you know Mm. or I made excuses for the for the pain that I was feeling what was this and it was I I validated the invalid Mm. to get over the process of the loss Mm. yeah yeah. I stayed busy to get over. She couldn't get any busier. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's my, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of viewing it, but what do they say? If you don't take my time for your wellness, you will make time for your illness. Mm. When it Ooh. finally called Say that again. Me, if you don't make what? Time for your wellness, you will make time for your illness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my illness was depression. Mm-hmm. Like coming home every day, staring at a wall, not turning on my TV for almost a year. Mm. It just, but at work, I was fantastic. I was, it was nobody you know, knew. No huh? one knew. As long as I stayed busy, but when those that door closed, it was a different because I had made time for my wellness. Now my illness said, "Baby, I got you. Mm-hmm. Give me your mm-hmm. undivided attention." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. What about for you, Trey? What do your illnesses look like? I think I, I stay I stay and I grieve through the process. I grieve while I'm there. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> Make a lot of I'm not leaving until I'm done with this. You I'm know, here, but I'm gone, right? Yeah, I think looking back, I think that's what I can see that, you know, talking about it now. And I hadn't put that into perspective until we started having this conversation. But I, my grieving process is, is there. I'm there. But I mean, that's that's so true because you see so many women that are men, not necessarily women only, but men that stay in marriages forever, you know, stay in those situations. And they're so unhappy. And it's crystal clear. Everybody knows, oh, they'll be fine. They've been together forever. But then one day that that, that switch flips mm. because it's it's um, I think there's a saying or I've heard it a lot about women um, when a woman leaves you she left you six months ago uh, r kelly when a woman's fed up <laughs> nothing you can do about it um mm-hmm. but so i i think i think for me i have that uh, that process is um i'm there and i'm not always 
completely present or aware of, you know, what part of that grieving process I might be in. But I can see it happening looking back in my relationships, the distance that I've drawn, you know, <clears throat> just how I was. And then I always say when I see that line and I cross it, I don't have any woulda, coulda, shoulda moments. I just feel like, oh, you know, this is just the next step. Mm. Deserve the moment to ponder. That deserve the moment of silence, right? Yeah, that does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just moment of silence, right? But I so. think um, we always say to each other, if you don't resolve what's going on, you're gonna see it again. It's gonna come back again. And I think when there's a breakup, when there's a death, when there's a loss. If I do not intentionally say, consciously, I'm aware that this is a grieving process, I may not understand the anger. I may mm-hmm. not understand the bargaining. Mm-hmm. I may not understand the sadness. Mm-hmm. I may not understand any of it. I may never get to the place of finding new meaning, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that's the sixth step that they added, the sixth stage. Well, you kind of went through it, and I know what you're talking about. But for the people that are not familiar, um, and though the topic in itself isn't grief, would you mind going down those steps? I can't remember all of them. Anger is one of them. Sadness is another. Bargaining. Denial. Denial. Depression. Yeah, depression, sadness. Um, Acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance. Yeah. And then finding meaning yeah. as what's been lastly mm-hmm. added recently. And so I, I, so those ahead. are the, the, the stages of grief. Mm-hmm. Not that we gave them to you in the <laughs> in the order that it's... Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't experience them in the same order, though. True, we do not. And you could go back and forth. So look it up, guys. There's that actual grieving process that you might be able to relate to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's no time frame on it. Like yeah. you could, that's, the, that's the sadness of it. <laughs> like, you could be fine or... And then a song come on. It's like, ugh, I feel like I'm bargaining with God. Like, why, Lord? Why you put me in this situation? Do you think we're likely to go through that if we hadn't find? I like that they added that six, the six. I'm saying six. I don't even know if it's six, but I like that they added that that last step, finding meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think finding meaning helps to eliminate what you just talked about? I think it does. I I was reading um, the five invitations um what death can teach us about living and living fully um i think going through the process and losing him it taught me so much about living right um whether it be um the gratitude for life Mm -hmm. or even when you think about relationships because that's what we're talking about we're talking about relationships and how do how do I love again? How do I open myself up again? Which right. is very, very difficult. Before the death ever happened, it was difficult. So how do we do that? Um, I guess for me, it's just being grateful, showing some gratitude, being open. When you say gratitude, you mean gratitude how so? Um, <laughs> I would say just thankful for the little things. You know, like waking up every day, I'm grateful for the sun, right? Because if I'm open to the sun, it opens me up for the, for other things, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I'm digging here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, but just, okay. But, the, but the, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> being grateful and finding gratitude and, you know, uh, for the little things, mm-hmm. things in but between. when I'm grateful, that means I'm present. Yeah. Okay. Right? So okay. Now, now, now I can get okay, with you with that. Okay, I can get with you on that one. Talking about the sun and shit. But you know, if I'm grateful for the sun, then that put me present. I'm present because the sun is being. She's still trying to tie together, y'all. But But if you know her, you know being present is a struggle, (laughs) and um, and and yeah, so that's how that 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 makes sense. I wrapped Mm -hmm. it up there for y'all. Her being present, it's important for her to be present. But even being present, because somebody may be like, "Uh, "Hey, I'm checking you out." If I'm not present, I'm not. I'm gonna miss that. You know, right. or somebody checking me out and I'm not present and I'm on my BS, I might take it as, oh, wh- why he looking at me? You know, right. why right. he trying you to check me? What you want? Right. You know, so if I'm present, hello. So so we, the, I mean, what about you, Mel? Because, you know, we're, we're talking about how do you put yourself back out there? How do you open up your heart? How do you trust again essentially how do i become vulnerable again after i've gone through something whether it was five days five years or a couple of decades (laughs) well you know it ain't been a couple of decades for me i'll get married in two weeks (laughs) get the board (laughs) deuces i will hold on for dear life okay i'm like don't leave me a friend brought this to mind though this weekend as we were catching up a little bit and um then she thought about me um, and how I continually open my heart up. Uh, and I and I promised y'all, if y'all stay tuned, that I'll tell y'all some more of my business, okay? Uh, so we're, since we're approaching episode 10, I think I'll tell y'all a little bit of my, my business, okay? So I've been married three times. Three. Mm-hmm, three whole times. Mm-mm. Married a fourth time, but divorced three times. Married four <laughs> times. Sorry, I had a little wine. Married four <laughs> times. My mouth right. Subtract the one, carry the two. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Yes. <laughs> we ain't had that much wine. <laughs> so, um, I admire that, man, because, like me, my cousin says that. I she's, admire she's, that. She's like, At first, it was a point of things I was I was uh, ashamed of because you know mm. my family and stuff would ask me like, "Did you get a psychological evaluation? <laughs> Maybe you need to do that before you get married. You keep entering into these marriages and stuff. Okay. I don't know if that's right before God." And and, you know, and it challenged me. But after you get married, anytime it ends, I think it's a it's important to. Um, evaluate yourself because i am a common denominator i have to own that right mm. but let me stick to the subject because i we got i got a lot i can unfold <laughs> on that but how do i how do i remain open mm. um, my prayer when i get divorced and when i meet someone new is always the same that i would be able to throw those bad things into the sea of forget forgetfulness as it, it says in the bible mm. and um not only that I would be able to forgive, but I would actually be able to forget. And I can honestly say, like, you know, people say, well, remember when he did this? I'm like, no, I don't even remember mm. um, because I accept my part in that. Um, and then when I do that, then I open myself up not to carry that baggage into a new relationship. Mm. That's um, what's key. 
Yeah. That's key. If I if I if I hold on to it and and like Trey, you say all the time, I'm having this experience because I need it. Ugh. Um, I may not have made the right. wisest choices. Maybe I shouldn't have gotten married at times when I did. But I don't I don't live my life like that. And and I don't even live I mean my husband might take it this the wrong way, but I don't even <laughs> like it says till death do us part. But I have lived my life in such a way that I'm so present. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do today. This is what it is right now. I'm not gonna project into the future. You know, forever is so long. It is. Forever, I mean, ever. I, I don't know what that looked like. I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, like this is what I decided to do today. If it doesn't work out, then it just doesn't work out. Life is not over. Mm. I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna bash this person. I can y'all ever remember a time when I bashed one of my ex husbands? I mean, they might have done some trifling stuff, but I mean, <laughs> I never really bashed mm-hmm. my ex husbands because it, it is, is what it is. It is what, and for me, I hold off for their life. Yeah, right, wrong, like forever. I look at the past relationships, and I can say, you know, I find I find gratitude in those relationships not working out because. I can see clearly where we were meant to be a chapter and not a whole book. Mm. The sun is shining. You oh, know, she's still trying to tie it in. Now. <laughs> I mean, but that, and or I think, in some cases, a line. I think that's that's really a good way of looking at it because I'm always looking at the book. I need you to bind it, the forward, the beginning, the end. All of this gonna be in one component. So. Mm-hmm. I admire you where you say, uh, for me, you got to go drag me to the altar, you know, so it's just a hard call. Um, I admire you. But I think a big part of it, and thank you, is where I am now. It it took me two years of celibacy. After my third marriage, I said, look. I gotta, I gotta put some hair on this thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna slip on this (laughs) thing down, baby. I gotta cool it down. I mean, I really just have to take a break Mm -hmm. because there's so much intertwined in sex and intimacy Mm. and and connecting with someone on that Mm -hmm. level that I had to cleanse myself Mm. spiritually. Slow down, because um, you're saying something. Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. I had to cleanse myself because. I was so convoluted with this person and that person and all that they brought to me. Energy. I couldn't even see myself. Right. I had to clear that thing out in more ways than <laughs> Okay, I'm so, going to sip to that. I'm going to sip. <laughs> I had to really mm-hmm. say, and then the best, we all, we talked about this. The number one thing I had to do is say, no one is responsible for your happiness. This person is not responsible mm-hmm. for fulfilling every aspect of mm-hmm. your life. Slow down, because you're saying a lot. You're saying, I'm on the roll, baby. I'm on the roll. Okay, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's it. We put our happiness in so many other people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm guilty. And when I first, I know it was like, I know when we relocated to Williamsburg, not far. But when we went to Williamsburg, I was thinking like, oh my God, I'm up here by myself. You're going to do this, this. No, I'm not doing that with you. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of loneliness. Where now, um, where am I going with this? I'll pick, I'll kick it, baby. <laughs> to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like the book we read, yes. Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl yeah. Strait, right? 
She says, when you've experienced a series of relationships, you need to love with all your intelligence. Meaning, mm. you need to take those things that you learn and apply them, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, it all boils down to this. Okay, I'm about to get you. Drum roll, please. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, thank y'all. Okay, what it boils <laughs> down to mm -hmm. is this one thing. Mm -hmm. Opening your heart again is a choice. It's not going to be some magical thing that happens. It's not going to be a revelation. It's not going to be a grand thing. It's a choice. But what happened to the hopeless romantic in me? It's a choice, baby. It's a choice. I'm choosing to do this because the evidence is I'm holding, I'm hoarding, like we said, right? That we talked about that Patty's mm -hmm. were hoarding this, these bad experiences. I have to make a choice to do something different. And until I make that choice, I'm still leaving my hand, my happiness, my joy in the hands of fate, in the hands of what if the right person comes along instead of putting it in my own hands. Mm. Mm. Ooh, okay. Somebody else. Somebody. Okay. Okay. She, okay. she on a roll. Okay. She woke up. Oh, Lord. That's too much. Mm -hmm. mm. Where you at, Trey, over there? I'm trying to digest what Mel just fed me with. Mm. But, um... I think one of the things that I've realized, one, I had to go back to, what, like, just like you said, Mel, what mm -hmm. was I hoarding? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it had nothing to do with romantic relationships, but it had to do with the relationship that I had with my mother. Mm -hmm. And because we were so close for so long, mm -hmm. and her death impacted me in such a way that I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. years later that I'm looking at holy shit um, there's still remnants of this that's dictating my life mm. unresolved grief unresolved mm. that's still not just dictating but it's navigating my life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it wasn't in my hands and it, it seeped into relationships because then I became afraid of losing people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um I think a lot of times for me having to say, well, how do I open my, how do I open my heart again to love was I really had to look at where did it closed off? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at that, I was able to see the mantra that I told myself surrounding my mother's death. And that was, I will never love another person to the point where in the absence of their presence, I'm unable to function. Mm. Mm. And mm. though I consciously forgot about that, it carried true for years of my life. It registered. Mm. You on Isabel Street, did she make a lot of vows when something bad happened? I'm never going to do that. You ain't <laughs> never going to call me baby. <laughs> Shawty. <laughs> Not doing this with you two today. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, oh, that's, that was pretty deep. Knowing, um, yeah. So sometimes we just got to, instead of sitting in the now and looking at this present relationship, mm -hmm. um, I find gratitude in the relationship too. That's another thing that I do. Mm. I'm grateful. I, I, even if I'm not in the moment, I start saying that I'm grateful that it didn't work out. I'm grateful, that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful that we're moving forward because I believe in something that's bigger than me. Mm. And I believe that if I keep moving, my destination, the journey, all of these things, it'll tie into one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get there. Mm 
Right. You got to do the work. But I have to keep moving. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to do the work. Even when it hurts. Work. Yeah. Because if you don't, your energy is like a repellent mm-hmm. instead of a magnet. The mm-hmm. moment you start releasing that stuff, the moment you start operating in your purpose, the moment you start operating in self-care, the moment you start operating in handling your business and being consistent, you become a magnet of energy instead of. I don't a like her right now, y'all. She just. <laughs> <laughs> but what would that look like? Okay, because you're saying, and I hear you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a place of. Eventually, I'm gonna love again, right? Right. I'm gonna be in relate. I, I would like to think I would, and I want good energy to come to me. So you're saying I do what? You have to be what you want. Hmm. I think that's an important point too, because a lot of times, who I want is not who I'm being. Yes, but I want that. Say that again. Mm. Who I want? It goes who, back to the same who, thing. You don't. Do you want to do the work it. or not? I ain't finish okay, it. Okay, get there. Who get I there. want? Oh, who I want? I'm not that. I'm not that reflection. Mm. But I want somebody that does that travels, rides, that does it. But I'm not doing that shit on my own. Mm. Well, what stops you? But then I got to meet that. Like, I'm just saying, hold on now. She coming for me already, y'all. Mm. She does what she's trying to do. Uh, <laughs> but if I'm not doing that, then the person is not going to meet me here. Mm, gotcha. Because gotcha. they're doing these things and these mm. things are out there and that's not where I'm at. Mm. But instead, I keep meeting the person that I don't want because that's where I'm at. Mm. I'm manifesting this BS. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or I'm manifesting, <laughs> I'm manifesting this, this, this person that's from my past, and I keep wondering why I'm having these same relationship, why I keep meeting these same type of person. All this stuff you put duct duct tape on, right? Bereavement, mm. the unresolved grief, Ooh, all the stuff that I put duct tape on, it, this this peeling off. It is uh, I stay single then, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you know what you we're laughing, but you that's just what is it happening, right? right. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna resolve single. myself to stay mm. single. I'm not gonna date. It's too much. I'm saying if I gotta deal with the duct tape, right? Ooh, I got some or stuff it, duct tape. I don't want to do my work. Mm. I want to say that this person has this flaw. This person has this flaw. Well, honey, um, I know we cool, but you uh, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> watch it. Mm. You ain't perfect, right? Everybody loves me. <laughs> but yeah, I think it. I guess in in doing that, it's really just doing the work. Whatever that looks like for you, you know. For me, it may be ride my bike because I love my bike. Um, meditating whatever it is what does it look like for you you have to start thinking like what do i need to do to manifest this person that i'm looking for or to, you know and it might be it just it might be a, in doing that i find like it, the, the process is for me yes the that's process what's is really for me right it's not about them it's about you yourself yeah yeah and we so and i think that's the thing about grief we tend to forget about us mm-hmm. the person absolutely yeah. and more focus on the person that we lost mm-hmm. yeah you know even if it's a divorce well he this or he that or she this or she that but really what role it's, did i play yeah how mm-hmm. do i look at me and say okay isabel you need you need to do some work mm-hmm. you know it ain't about x y and z over there it's about you and getting down nasty gritty uh for myself and it's a lot, it's Ugh, a lot. you tell it have you ever tried to sleep with isabel oh my god okay 
Okay. <laughs> Talk to it. Watch it. <laughs> I just but, say, yeah, go ahead, Trey. Uh, Trey wide open today. Okay, go ahead, Trizzy. Oh, um, shit. She didn't compliment me. I forgot what I was going to say, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm saying, um, in 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 the process of opening up myself mm-hmm. um, and being able to grow for myself mm-hmm. and meeting that person, a lot of times when we think about, do I want to open myself up to love again? It's like I'm holding myself hostage. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm, pun- so I'm myself. punishing myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I could be out there doing all of these things, mm-hmm. I'm punishing myself. Mm-hmm. And I think you can attest to more than most of us, Isabel. The shit we're complaining about when they're gone, it ain't. It really ain't that important anymore. Mm-hmm. All the petty stuff that that I have focused on, <laughs> and she can be petty, y'all. Okay, we got two separate trash cans. Okay, I'm taking a remote to work. <laughs> um, the petty stuff that I focused on. Uh, it's just really is not it is not even worth it in the end like I, I my prayer when I was going through my period of celibacy is that I would see a potential partner through the eyes of God that I would see a potential partner not through the physical but from their heart and using loving with all of my intelligence mm-hmm. you know but I, I mean that that is so true you know because even for me it's like I can't even get like I would complain about the toilet seat. Like today, I would love to complain about the toilet seat. <laughs> you know, yeah. It is just so much stuff that's gone. It's yeah. so much simple stuff like mm-hmm. taking the trash out. Mm-hmm. I hate Wednesdays because the trash has to be taken out. You know, or getting gas because now I gotta pump my own gas. Um, but you're right. So it's like, am I gonna spend energy? Because we're gonna burn the energy. Mm-hmm. Am I going to burn it being healthy? Or am I going to mm-hmm. burn it over here focusing on the negative? That's right. Or hoarding or holding on to something that's no longer here. Which stifles me from being the whole. Because we're meant to be with somebody. Yeah. You know, that's that's part of living. Or is to... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> there is not an adult work. Can we just say that too? Yes. You got to go through a whole like lot to recover from relationships, right? Yeah. It's gonna take exercise. It's gonna take nature. It's gonna take the Dalai Lama. It's but take only you know. You couch. know what it's gonna take for you because yes. it looks right. different for all of us. Yes, it's gonna take all, and it's gonna be a complicated. As human beings are complex. Right? we're so complex. Bringing two people, two energies, and and yeah. I, and that's what I, I when you were talking about these relationships and being celibate, is removing yourself from all of that energy mm-hmm. because when you in when you are in the act it brings all that energy to you mm-hmm. you know so getting back to your your natural self it's good it, and it's good to have that certainty in what your energy is to understand mm-hmm. what your energy is because sometimes you're in a relationship you show you so wrapped up you can't you can't identify or differentiate your energy from from their energy right. and sometimes you you in you in a fight in the argument and you wonder why they're not responding because you're fighting with yourself yeah just we call that the... enmeshed enmeshed foolishness <laughs> enmeshed foolishness right so that's uh that's where we at today guys as always you know um 
let us know let us know um mm-hmm. how you how you move on how do you not move on but how do you open up yourself to love again mm. no. and next week we got number 10 yeah number 10 is coming through so get us get with us on facebook on facebook guys and and share the podcast you know we want to want to be engaged with as many people as we can we want to hear your feedback thank you for listening peace out